0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Smunchy Learning. Um, so today we're actually going to be talking about data versus the market, and really what that means. So here today, um, it's fascinating to, for you know, really anyone, but especially me, <laughs> to watch um, how people will take data um, and pull it a little bit out of its context of what it's supposed to be used for um, now let, let me let me get into that because this one's this one's gonna be kind of funny but also interesting as as we look through what we do here now to be fair KPIs all those things are extremely important um, in what we do today um, understanding the data sets that you're given understanding your conversions understanding um, any of the information that is given to you to make a wise business decision and an investment decision and if not an investment then a marketing decision um or just understanding why things are going so well right um (laughs) however data can also be used um against us in our own way without us knowing. And I don't mean by other people. I mean by by ourselves. We are our own obstacle in this. <laughs> um, and it's it's important to note that because if you're someone who takes the data too far um, and you didn't really look at the market here before you looked at the data, um, it can it, we can lose context pretty quick. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, and I found this comic. I, I unfortunately don't know who um who did this so i I would like to credit them at some point um but i'll do that in the description later on when i find it however the this comic is so funny because it's so true it's a um two people uh one looks to be a man the other a woman and they're standing in front of this pile of like robotic garbage and trash and um the the tagline says thanks to machine learning algorithms, the robot apocalypse was short-lived. And the man says that was surprisingly easy. How come the robotic uprising used spears and rocks instead of missiles and lasers? And the uh, woman says, if you look to historical data, the vast majority of battle winners used pre-modern weaponry. And while that is an absolute true data point and a fact, um, (laughs) if you're going to use that against guns and lasers you're going to lose right so it's so important to understand um how you're using the data and why the data is even important to begin with and i think that's something that a lot of people will get wrapped up into is they're just like oh give me the data give me the information give me all these things without actually checking if it's the correct data set they should even be using in the first place. And that could be, you know, more of just um, they had a different assumption. This is why validation is important and user research. So you can't just constantly assume things. You kind of need to go out and talk with people in the market Um, as well as, um, you know, maybe they just didn't know. And sometimes that is a big piece of it and the education um, it's, it's fascinating because we live in the age of information, yet um, a lot of this information is hidden, or or it's false, or it's unknown, um, or, or it's being delivered but in a very different context. So I want to be very clear in this context that I'm stating. If you are someone who is trying to get a pulse and a read on your audience and your market, um, you should absolutely be making sure you have the right data, you only have very few assumptions, and that everything that you have uh, listed out is actually true. Um, And the only way you can do that is by pre-validating your product or service and getting the user research to make sure it's true, which in itself is a form of its own data, but you really need to understand the market, right? Another, another good example was uh, from a, a friend of mine here, and he, he talks about how, you know, a snow cone stand in Texas opened in January that happens to be the coldest month on record in 20 years and suffers from a severe ice storm. You know, analytics say, oh, they delivered 90,000 impressions on their ad. Um, uh, you had a great month. But, you know, the business owner is like, yeah, but my sales were just terrible. Why were my sales so bad? And then data people, hey, you had a great month though. Look at the end deliveries. Like that doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, end deliveries of your data is not gonna keep your business open. Am I right? <laughs> you need to make the money there. So um, in order to do that, you need to make sure that the market, you, you got a pulse on it. You got to read. And it, it's so important. So um, I would say here, this is kind of like a, a big, a big takeaway with data and, and assumptions. And unfortunately, there is a lot that, you know, of course would need to be prove, proven out. However, this also answers another question too that a lot of people have of, well, how, how did these people do so well? How did they get so successful so fast? How did they, um, you know, do X, Y, and Z and like smash it in the market? Did they just get lucky? Yeah, sure. Some of it is is luck for sure, um, but some of it's not. Some of it some of it is actually they got to read on the market years in advance by looking at very particular things, and um, sure, data can help drive that, but this is something that, as a person in your field, or your um, business, or your market, or whatever it is you are trying to do. Um, it's very important to stay in touch with the market. What, what do I mean by that? So there are so many CEOs and founders, um, and, and really a lot of higher up people that don't think about staying in touch with the market because they, they're so busy with doing the smaller things that they need to do, right? And to them, they're huge, I get it, I'm a CEO, I'm a founder. I understand. Like, you know, we get wrapped up in these things where we're like, Oh man, you know, I got to get these meetings here. Oh no legal. Oh no, HR. Oh no, this. Oh no, that. Right? Like we're running like with chickens with our heads cut off. I get it. But if you don't stay in touch with the people who are actually purchasing your things, whatever it is, you will lose a pulse on the market. Now, sure. I know there are going to be others out there that say, well, this is why we hire people to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. However, (laughs) as the leader of your company, um, you need to be a bit of that strategist. You need to understand that market and you need to understand it really, really well, because as the strategist, as the general, as that person who is walking into this, um, you can't really lead your people to success. If you don't know where to find it. <laughs> so if you take anything away from that key piece, those are the two things you really need to take away, that, especially that quote, you know, you, you can't lead people to success if you don't know where to find it because it's true. It's so true. And um, it it will hurt you and everyone else with you um, if you're not looking at the market. Now, with that said, I'm certain there are many questions around. Well, how do I look at the market? How do you know what these things are? How can you find and tell um, what what is hot and what is not? Right? Like, how how do we know? Well, there are many different ways to know. Um, but I would say the first piece of this is understanding the art of observation. It sounds funny when I say that thinking of observation as an art but the reality is that it's very true you need to know why you're looking for these things and how to look for them and where to look for them this will require a lot of time studying understanding patiently waiting um, and really looking at what it is within your market and why it's hot so for example um, we'll talk about the tabletop industry here for me I knew that board games were pretty hot you know they they were kind of hitting the market with because of kickstarter and all these other things that were happening um you know Stegmeier releasing stuff in 2012 and and he was brilliant he did it in an amazing way right um and later on he realized oh man this this really works i can you know develop a process and hand out these books that will help people with board games um and it's true and he did and it did wonderful uh today when you fast forward to 2020, um, I'm starting to see a pulse on something different and I'm starting to see the burnout in gamers, like tabletop board gamers. I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see, um, you know, people are still playing, they're still buying, they're still definitely doing those things, but it's it's fascinating to watch. Um, you know, people hit that level of burnout or not trust Kickstarter because a few bad eggs, right? Um, so that that's pain point one, but um something that has been uprising that i kind of figured would do so here sooner or later within a lot of these market areas because it's just it's withstood the sta- you know the the uh, statement of time here is just um rpgs tabletop rpgs were were always going to start climbing and they were going to start climbing pretty fast um Not only because they've been around forever and we can you know we can thank dungeons and dragons for that one um thank you tsr (laughs) um but because in time it was only going to be a matter of time when people wanted stories they wanted to do more they wanted to be more and when you involve game mechanics and things like that into you know what rpgs are um it was going to climb so and here we are today uh the but that's, that's one hot piece that I foresaw, only because I was so deeply embedded in the market. I grew up in tabletop games. I grew up in gaming in general, right? So like, I already kind of knew what to look for. Now, if I was brand new into something, say, I don't know, what's a good example, something that I haven't touched, um, leather jackets <laughs> or the clothing industry, I'd have no idea what to look for. Um, but where I would start, is I would start identifying the hottest spots to be, the hottest places to hang out, what people are passionate about within those industries, and start finding the influencers and the understand and the, those people that are very um, that that are constantly showing up to places. And this is where this gets fascinating. No one ever talks about this. So we talk about the influencers, but they're silent influencers too. And those silent influencers, they could be your local walmart cashier they could be um you know someone who is working a third shift at a gas station and you would never know that's that's kind of the beauty of this this is actually why um i think it's so important to really understand people and love them but i also think it's very important to um Recognize who, who those silent influencers are and why they're so important. So in in this fashion industry or, or leather jackets or whatever It is I'm trying to do like very specific Um, I would go and find those people because you start noticing Who's showing up where whether it be online or in person who knows who why they know who? Uh, but most even most importantly Why this you know particular handful of people are constantly showing up right um And this can all go back to your data. All of this can go back to it. Um, It can go back to uh, how, if this data is actually true, if it's, you know, proving out what you you need, or if it's just a a hot set of data garbage, right? Um, Because that's true too. So I'm not making any assumptions. I'm just trying to figure out who is what in this market. Um, And then later on, once I have found the specific people that I needed, or the things that I'm doing, I can actually tie this back into that data and use the data the way that I need to. Um, and that's why it's really important to to kind of list out assumptions and find ways to kill the assumptions um, or prove them true. That's that's really important. That's part of the validation process. We'll get into that in a later time, but those assumptions most of the time are going to be false, um, unless you are deeply embedded in those observations and you've been you know really pushing hard at it for a very long time. Now, of course, that's also us getting in our own way, so we have to be careful of that too. But um, if you do take away anything from there, take away that quote, you know that I mentioned, um, you know. If if you want to you know lead your people here, um, you, you you need to find you need know where to find success, um, but also this too and understanding how to dig deeper into that data verse market concept and how that's applied. Um, so anyway, thank you all for listening, and you know we'll talk more on this at another time because this kind of deserves a longer segment, um, but I'll break it out into parts. So um, anyway, I love you all. Bye for now.